Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your attention? No need to touch that dial. Just kick off your shoes and relax your feet. It's time to unwind. And what better way to end your day than an evening with Pastor G? An evening. An evening. If there's a question on your mind, he'll answer it in time. An evening with Pastor G. Thank you for joining tonight's podcast episode of An Evening with Pastor G. Get ready for a word and prepare to be blessed. Give me clarity of thought to every precept and concept that you've dropped in my spirit this week. We want to draw closer to you, God. We want to be all that you would have us to be. And so we thank you for what you're going to do. And this time of sharing and teaching and preaching and learning today. It's done in Jesus' name. And all in agreement, whether you're online or on site, come on, just shout amen. amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, amen. Sweet spirit in this place, amen. I want to call your attention to Luke chapter 24, 37 through 53. Luke chapter 24, 37 through 53. If you're able to stand for the reading of God's word, whether you're in this house or your house, amen, just stand, amen, for the reading of God's holy word, amen. And there we find these words. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, why are you troubled and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, this is what I told you while I was with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from one high. And when he had led them out of the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple praising God. Verse 45 says, then he opened their minds, my God, so they could understand the scriptures. We want to put a tag on this text and teach and preach a little while from the thought, get your mind right. Get your mind 
right. God, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh Lord, my rock, my refuge, my redeemer, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Won't you just go ahead and type right there on the screen, get your mind right. Get your mind right. Author and fitness guru Todd Durkin in his book, Get Your Mind Right, suggests that a crucial aspect of creating any kind of success, whether in business, sports, health, or relationships, is having the right mindset. To be sure, it's necessary to work hard, imperative to grow in your faith, and helpful to think like a champion. Yet, ultimately, what determines your life and legacy allows you to attack your fears instead of running away from them, resist habits making or breaking you, master your time, energy, and focus, recover like a champion when life knocks you down, live a life worth telling and or tackle challenges with confidence is your ability to get your mind right. God, did, did you catch that? It says if you want to be successful and on any playing field, it's imperative that you get your mind right. To underscore our theme and our focus for the year, um, consider our, our, the content of our context this morning. And in Luke chapter 24, verses 36 through 53, we continue the aftermath of Cleopas and his unnamed companion encounter with Jesus. Despite darkness and a seven-mile journey, Cleopas and company have arrived in Jerusalem to share not gossip, but the gospel concerning Jesus. Ooh, we, I said something. I think you missed it. I, 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 I said that, that they, they have showed up to share not gossip, but the gospel concerning Jesus. If people could get excited to talk about Jesus like they're quick to talk about other people. My God. God. Uh, uh, and the text says, as they talked about Jesus, he showed up. Don't you miss this. Don't you miss this. Uh, if you talk him up, he will show up. God, that's what I want to tell somebody, that if you talk Jesus up, uh, Jesus will show up. Uh, and, and he shows up and he declares, peace be with you. No, notice what he says when he shows up. Uh, he says, peace be with you. Not, not, not among you, not around you, but peace be with you so you can handle the state of confusion that you find yourself in. Uh, I'm going to help somebody this morning. He says, peace be, be, be with you because you, you don't understand everything that's going on around you. And so you, you're in a state of confusion, but, but, but peace 
be with you. And, and in fact, the Bible tells us that they were frightened and startled. Now, that, 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 that's amazing. That's amazing. They, they have been praying that Jesus um, would show up. They have been praying that he was the Messiah. They have been praying and uh, hoping that what had transpired uh, over the last week was not going uh, to be the ending. Uh, uh, and, and now Jesus shows up and, and they are frightened. Now Jesus shows up and, and they are amazed. It, it's amazing how sometimes uh, you can pray for something, uh, you can hope for something, uh, and when you finally receive it, you don't even know how to handle it. God, uh, I'm going to help somebody. I'm going to help somebody. They, they, they have been praying that he was the Messiah. They have been praying uh, that he was going to overthrow the government. They have been hoping that what transpired would not be the end of this Messiah. And now Jesus shows up in their midst, shows up in their presence, uh, and, and they're not even able to handle uh, what they've been praying for. You ought to be very careful uh, 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 of what you pray for uh, because it just might show up and then you find yourself not being able to handle what you prayed for. So, so Jesus shows up and, and, and he asks them, he says, um, um, what, what, what has you like a grouch sitting on a couch? Yeah, he, he says, why, 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 why your mouth poked out? Um, he says, um, why are you troubled and why do doubts rise in your minds? Can, can, can I tell you that the enemy wants to come after your mind? Because if he gets your mind, everything else will follow. If he gets your mind, he'll get your heart. If he gets your mind, he'll get your spirit. If he gets your mind, he'll get your word. If he gets your mind, he'll get your direction. So Jesus shows up and he asks a question. Uh, why are you troubled? Why does doubt rise in your mind? Um, he says, I need you to get your mind right. Because you have work to do. Can, can, can I tell somebody this morning that's watching me on YouTube? Can I tell somebody who's watching on Facebook? Can I tell somebody who's watching online that, 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 that God needs you and I to get our mind right because we have work to do. You, we have to go legislate and regulate a system that would try to delegate you and I back to the days of Jim Crow by restricting our rights toward voting. We, we have work to do. You and I, we have work to do. We have to proclaim good news to the poor. <coughs> World Population Review magazine um, I'm saying United States is the richest country in the world. Yet as a nation, we rank fourth as having the highest poverty level globally. Did, did, did you catch that? Um, um, world Population Review said you, United States, when you factor in its resources, when you factor in human resources, when you factor in uh, uh, our gifting and our skill level, when you factor in technology, we are the richest nation in the world, and yet United States rank fourth when it comes to poverty globally. The 2019 United States Census Bureau report revealed America's poverty rate is at 10.5%. That's an estimated 34 million Americans living in poverty daily. 
We, we've got work to do. So Jesus says, get your mind right. When, when one out of every 25 black men between um, 25 and 44 years of age is incarcerated, we've got work to do. When, when, when black Americans are still incarcerated in state and federal prisons at five times the rate of their white counterparts, you, we, I must proclaim and work to liberate captives. We, we must help a blind system see the error of its way when, when supposedly their best trained officers cannot distinguish between a taser and a handgun. We, we've got work to do. When, when, when 50% of black men by age 40 have been arrested in Milwaukee, you and I have work to do. We have to get our mind right. Because we've got work to do. You, I, we must set free those who are oppressed, depressed, and battling mental illness. So Jesus shows up says, why, why is there a doubt in your mind? What's, what's troubling you? And Jesus said, look at my hands and my feet. And, and we, we often over-spiritualize this moment. Uh, uh, but, but don't miss what's really transpiring. Jesus was saying, if this is what it requires to get your mind right, look at me. Uh, touch me and, and see that I'm real. See me. He says, I want you to see all I went through for you. Get your mind right. Jesus says, it, it is I, myself. Touch me and see. Jesus says, I'm, I, I'm not a ghost. In other words, he says, I'm not a figment of your imagination. I'm, I'm real. Anybody know that God is real? Anybody know that Jesus is real and that the Holy Spirit is real and it's not a figment of your imagination? Jesus says, I'm, I, I, I know I'm something you don't understand, but touch me. Uh, Bishop, what you saying? Uh, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 39 through 40. Uh, uh, um, it says, for not all flesh is the same, but there is one kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies. Can, can I teach it before I preach it? Uh, 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 there, there are different bodies. Okay, um, Pastor, what you saying? Uh, they're, they're, they're animalistic bodies, uh, human and animals. Uh, you, you remember when, when Adam was trying to find a mate? The text tells us that, that all the animals passed by him. Uh, and it was only after all the animals passed by him uh, that he realized that while there were some similarities, there were some differences, uh, and I'm not compatible to them. Um, um, he says, I know um, uh, both... The animals and I, we, we have flesh and blood, but, but I'm not compatible to what's going by me. I'm, I'm animalistic beings. But then there are angelic beings as well. Um, um, we, we, we see um, angelic beings and we're not, touch mo told, we're not told much about their bodies, um, their makeup, um, their physical characteristics, but, 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 but we know it's something beyond the human realm. 
I'm, I'm Gabriel. I'm, he's the messenger of God. He, he shows up and he, he declares, thus says the word of God. The, the Jewish encyclopedia said, he takes the form of a man and stands at the left hand of God. Um, he never ages. <laughs> it's, 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 it's this Gabriel that has shown up to Daniel in the Old Testament. And then it's this Gabriel that shows up to Mary in the New Testament. Then, then, then there's Michael, the archangel. Revelation 12, 7 through 8 says, And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. He, 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 he's the angel of protection. Warding off trouble that's trying to come your way. Fighting on your behalf. Somebody ought to just shout because of what didn't happen to you this week. God, I... I, 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 I know some things didn't go like you wanted them to go this week, but, but, but you ought to shout and say, Lord, I thank you for what did not happen. I thank you for the car accident that did not happen. I, I thank you that I'm not still laying down in my bed. I thank you that I'm not able to move. I thank you that I have a reasonable portion of my health and strength. Michael, the, 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 the angel of protection that wards off trouble that's coming your way. Um, angelic beings and while we're here um, um, Lucifer was an angel God you are not ever forget that you are not ever forget that he was an angel and in fact he was the angel of worship uh, he, 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 he was created that, that he was to give God all the glory and, and all the praise, but, but, but his ego got big, and, and, and the Bible says, I, I saw you when you fell, and can I tell somebody, uh, that's why the enemy, that's why Satan, that's why Lucifer gets jealous uh, when you begin to worship God, because he realized uh, that's what I should have been doing. Uh, I wish I had somebody say, I'm going to make that dirty devil mad. I'm going to make him jealous. Uh, I'm going to pause it give God some worship right oh come on in your living room uh, in your bedroom uh, can you give God some worship uh, and just thank him uh, for who he is uh, and what he's done uh, and what he's promised uh, to do in your life there they are they're the animalistic bodies they are angelic bodies um, and then um, there's there's this 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 mix between angels um, um, and animals. Okay, um, okay. Um, Genesis chapter six, um, verses one through four says, "And the sons of God, um, um, they believe those were the angels, would would come down to earth, um, and they would go into the daughters of men, and, and they would create these giants." That were on the earth. So, so, so it lets us know that there's animalistic bodies, there's there's angelic beings, and then there's this 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 offspring from angels and animals um, breeding. Um, their spirits, their spirits. Um, First Samuel chapter twenty-eight. Um, you you remember that that that, that, that Saul goes to the witch of Endor and he says, "I need you to conjure up the spirit of of Samuel." And Samuel um comes back, and the Bible says that Samuel said to Saul, "Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up?" 
Interesting word he used. He says, why have you disturbed me? God, uh, uh, that reminds me of Revelation 14, 13. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yea, says the Spirit, for they rest. Samuel saying, why, why are you disturbing my rest? And then there's this afterworld existence. We see it in Lazarus and the rich man. Uh, um, says there's a great gulf between you and I. And they're, they're able to communicate. There's, there's talking going on. But, but there's a great gulf in between. And so you have um, animalistic bodies. You have angelic beings. You have angels and animals that are breeded. You, you, you have spirits. You, you have the afterworld existence. Uh, and, and then you have the glorified body. There's a glorified body. Um, uh, and we see this glorified body when, when Jesus post-resurrection. That, that's what's going on in the text. Uh, um, he, he appears in closed-door rooms. He, 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 don't, he don't use a key to come in. He don't push the door. The, the text just says that, that suddenly he was there. And, and it's this body that proponents of the bloodless resurrection theory, write it down, we're going to teach and then we'll shout, uh, bloodless resurrection theory analyzed critically and argued literally the words of Jesus to his disciple when he says in our text this morning, a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. In other words, sometimes you can learn um, something about a person, learn something about a subject based on what's not said. Um, he says, uh, a ghost does not have flesh and bones. Jesus has suddenly appeared in their midst, giving a presentation of his resurrection body. Um, bloodless resurrection theorists raise, Jesus does not say flesh and blood. But rather, he says, flesh and bones. For as he is preparing for his heavenly ascension, what Paul would write in 1 Corinthians 15, 50 bears witness to this moment. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Now you've got to go back to the, the Mosaic dispensation and remember and recall um, that every year um, that a, a lamb would have to be brought forth. And a lamb would have to be slain. And, and, and when the blood would, would bleed out, uh, um, it, it provided redemption for another year. And, and then the next year would come along and, and, and we had another year where we meant right, but we messed up. And so um, a lamb would have to be brought forth and a lamb would be slain and the blood would run out. And, and then it provided redemption. And then they, they, they say, Lord, I'm never going to mess up again. I'm never going to sin. I'm never going to do wrong. And then the next year would come along and a, 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 a lamb would be brought forth and it would be slain. And then the blood would, would, would bleed out and it would provide covering and and. and and then they said, Lord, I'm serious. You, come on, you've been there before. They said, Lord, I'm, I'm not going to do what I've done in the past. Lord, I'm going to get it right this time. Uh, Lord, I promise I'm down with that. Uh, and, and the blood, but the text says that they would have to do it every year. Yet when Jesus offered himself up on Calvary, uh, his blood ran out one time for all uh, in all time. First Peter 3.18 put it this way, for Christ also has once suffered. For our sins. Hebrews 9 28 says, Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. 
And so whether you agree with the, the bloodless resurrection school of thought or not, one thing is for sure. And this is why you and I can shout, Jesus bled out to let you and me in. <laughs> God, I, oh God, I thought somebody would tear up Facebook right there. I said, Jesus bled out to let you and me in. God, uh, one more time for YouTube. I said, Jesus uh, bled out so that you and I might be able to enter hand. And so Jesus showed them his hands and feet. However, because he knows all and understands all, he sensed their oxymoronic mood and they were happy sad. Um, um, oxymoron two opposite put together to form a word. He said, you happy sad. Verse 41 said, they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement. Jesus says, I know this glorified body has you bugging. I know this glorified body has you tripping. So, so what must I do to show you it's your boy, JC? <laughs> I, I said, JC, y'all, not Jay-Z. Uh, he, he says, what, 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 what must I do because you still confuse? You still don't fully understand. You still don't have your mind right. And it's critical that your mind is right. What, what must I do to show you? It's me. It's your boy, JC. He says, I know. Uh, 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 does anyone have a piece of Aunt Kizzy back porch uh, bro fish? Oh, shucks, y'all. Y'all better stop playing with me, y'all. Y'all remember Aunt Kizzy's uh, uh, back porch uh, pearl fish? Um, he says uh, uh, in verse 43, um, uh, give me the fish. And the text says, and, and he took it. Stop right there. <laughs> something about when Jesus takes something into his hands. Um, and and, and he, he took it and ate it in their presence. Don't, don't miss that. Don't, don't miss that. Um, he connects in the natural in order to bring them into the spiritual. Oh God, did you, did, you, did you hear what I said? I said um, he, he connects in, in the natural um, in order to bring them into the spiritual. Um, 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 I was talking to a group of pastors and leaders, I think it was on Friday night, and we were talking about the press conference that's going to go down on tomorrow, and, and, and one of the pastors says, now, now, um, I, I know we've got some bishops, and I know um, we have some apostles, and I know we have some evangelists, and I know uh, we have uh, um, some, some ministers, and I know we have some elders and deacons, and, and we're getting ready to go down here, and I know some of you are going to have on, on your clergy collar, and I know uh, you're going to have on, on your big cross, but, but, but he says, I need you to understand that if we really want to connect with the people, we've got to connect with them in the natural first. So, and then we can pull them in the spiritual. Yeah. He said, we're going to have some people that's broken hearted. We're going to have some people that, that's on the edge. We're going to have some people that's wondering uh, how much longer must we endure what we are enduring as a people, as a nation. And so don't you try to go in and say the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Don't you try to go in and say, are you saved? Uh, do you believe in the Lord and Savior? Let, let's connect with them in the natural. Feed them first and then then we can reach them in the spiritual. Jesus asked the disciples, y'all, y'all pray for me. 
Jesus asked the disciples um, to quote Michael Jackson, do you remember? He says, do you remember? This is what I told you while I was with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. And, and the text says, then he opened their minds so they could understand the scripture. God, don't, don't miss that. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. Open, that, that, that word suggests there was closure. Oh, God. Wait, 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 wait. He's talking to the disciples. Huh. They, 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 they've, been, they've had a three-year internship with Jesus. They, 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 they've been in seminary at the feet of Jesus. They've witnessed the healings. They've, they've witnessed the miracles. They've, they've seen him walk on water. And, 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 and yet the text suggests their, their minds, after all of that, were still closed. And so Jesus says, I'm, I'm leaving in a little while, but I've got to make sure you get your mind right. They, they, they had read scripture. They, they knew traditions. They, 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 they were familiar with the temple, but, but Jesus still needed to open their minds. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, 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 they knew catechism, but, but their minds were still closed. They, they knew the words to pray, but their minds were still Clothes. They, they, they knew the scriptures to rattle off and, and, and quote, but their minds were still closed. They, they knew tradition. We ought to wear black and white on the first Sunday. We ought to have communion on the first Sunday, but their minds were still closed. They had read scripture, but they didn't know the word. Ah, <laughs> God. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. They knew Scripture. They knew Psalms. They knew prophets, but they didn't know the Word. God, God, God. I, 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 I am who Moses, the prophets, and the psalmist wrote about. I, I, I am the Moses. I, I, I am the one that the prophets and psalmist sung about. I am he whom you have read about. And can I tell somebody that God is getting ready to reveal and make plain what you have read and heard about? God, don't you miss that out. Um, God says, uh, I, I'm getting ready to reveal and make plain uh, uh, what you have read and heard about. I'm getting ready to move you beyond tradition. Oh, God, could it be that one of the reasons why we've been in the pandemic is uh, God says, I'm getting ready to move you beyond tradition. You got caught up in saying, we've got to worship this way. You've got caught up in saying, uh, this is what worship looks like. You've got caught up in saying, uh, we have to have pews and chairs. You've got caught up in saying, uh, there has to be stained glass. You've got caught up in saying, uh, that there has to be a steeple. You've got caught up in saying, uh, that I have to go on Sunday. You've got caught up in saying, I have to be in the four walls. And he says, uh, I'm trying to open your mind and get you to move beyond tradition. Go ye into all the world baptizing and teaching in my name. God, this text tells us he wants to move the disciples. He wants to move you. 
He wants to move me from religion to relation. God wants to move you from religion to relation. The, the disciples knew scripture, but Jesus wanted them to know the word. Um, 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 I was in an interview just the other day, and the question came up, said, Pastor, um, what, what, what's the greatest lesson you take from the pandemic? I said, um, the greatest lesson I take from the pandemic is I've, I've learned um, to stop being so religious and get back in touch with relationship. God, 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 ah. Ooh, God, ah. oh, God, I'm trying to help somebody. I said, I, 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 I've moved from, from, from saying that uh, 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 i got to have this in the service and, and this has to happen right here. And, and it's forced me to focus on relationship with Jesus. Uh, we, we, we've got caught up and says, uh, we've got to have a song right here. And then we've got to have testimony period right here. And then we've got to have another song right here. And then it's going to be a, a dance right here. And then I'm going to give you 30 minutes of a announcements and then I got to take up the open right here uh, and then I'm going to have this right here and I got to make and, and he says what I taught you in the pandemic uh, is that all the fluff and stuff uh, going to fade away but what's going to keep you is knowing the word uh, give me one good song uh, and give me the word yeah. um, get your mind right Mandates, watch this, get your mind right, mandates coming into the realization of what God has promised you. He says, get your mind right. I need you in relation with the word. Get your mind right. Mandates coming into the realization of what God has promised you. Um, has God promised you anything? God, I, I need somebody just to type right there online and say, he's promised me some things. I, I, I need somebody just to shout huh, all over your house, he's promised me some things. And though the vision tarry, wait for it shall surely come to pass. It may not look like it right now, but you have to stand on what God has promised you. So many people become complacent with where they are and what they have as a result of amnesia concerning God's promise for their life. You hear what I said? I said, so many people in the body of Christ have become complacent where they are and, and, and what they have because of spiritual amnesia concerning the promise God has spoken over you. Jesus gave his disciples instructions to go beyond their current blessing at Bethany to the promise that awaited them at Jerusalem. Don't, don't miss it. I told you I teach it before I preach this. He, he says, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I have you in Bethany and I bless you here. Um, but, but even greater things going to happen in Jerusalem. Um, yeah, yeah. He says in the text in verse 49, I'm going to send you what my father has promised. Does anybody want what God's promised you? Does anybody want what God has purposed for your life? Does anybody want what God has declared over your life? He says, 
I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but, but stay in the city, stay in Jerusalem until you have been clothed with power from on high. And then verse 50 from the Christian or the contemporary English version said, then Jesus led his disciples up out to Bethany uh, where he raised his hands uh, and he blessed them. Uh, and when he had led them out of the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands uh, and he blessed them. Uh, and while he was blessing them, uh, he left them uh, and was taken up into heaven. Uh, but catch this, when Jesus left, uh, his promise remained. Can I tell somebody when Jesus left, his, his promise remained. And it was the disciples' job not to forget it. Can I, can I tell somebody, he left his promise with you. And it's your job not to forget it. And verse 52 says, after they worshipped him, they returned to Jerusalem. Oh, God. The, the disciples realized there was more for them than what preceded and transpired in Bethany. God, I need somebody to lose your mind. Don't you think what God has done for you, that's it. Don't you think what you've already experienced, that's it. Don't you think what you're living in right now, that's it. Don't you think what you're driving in, that's it. Don't you think what you have, that's it. That, that, that God says, I, I, I'm blessing you for the right now, but, but, but Noah, there's more in store. Can I tell somebody there's more in store? Too many people are doing nothing more than living at Bethany when Jerusalem is beckoning. Too, too many people complacent. So this is cool. This is enough. Don't, don't, don't open up no more windows and pour out any more on me, God. God, 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 don't, 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 don't give me, get, don't, 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 don't shower me. But too many people say, I'm, I'm cool right here. Because I, I know this. I understand this. I've, I, I've become comfortable with this. But he says, um, I, I'm not through blessing you and Bethany. There's more awaiting you in Jerusalem. That's what I want to tell somebody. That God has some more blessings in store for you. <laughs> but you've got to get your mind right. <laughs> Uh, that, that, that's, that's my prayer today that you, you come in, uh, into a rightful relationship with God so you can have what he wants you to have. My, my, my prayer is that you realize that he's not through a blessing. He's not through a moving on your behalf but you have to get your mind right. Get your mind right. I'm done. Uh, relation um, Realization, here's the resolution. Verse 53 says, once in Jerusalem. God, can I tell somebody, you've got to get in the right place. <laughs> You've you, you got to be positioned where God demands and commands. Once in Jerusalem. They stayed continually at the temple praising God. Don't miss this. After they thank God for what transpired at Bethany, they remembered his word, get to Jerusalem. And, and, and they go back to Jerusalem. They're in the right place. 
And they say, we're going to stay here, God, until the promise comes, God. God, can I, can I tell somebody that God, 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 God wants you to get in the right place? And, and no matter what wind may blow, no matter what storm may come, the, say, I'm going to be like a tree that shall not be moved. I'm just going to be rooted. I'm just going to stand on his word. I'm going to stand on what he's declared over my life. And I believe that though the vision tarry, it shall surely come to pass. I believe that weeping may endure for a night, but joy shall come in the morning. I'm just going to stay here. And while I stay here, I'm not just going to stand, but I'm going to praise him, God. I'm done. I'll see y'all next week. I came to tell somebody, you've got to praise him while your weight don't change. You've got to praise him while you wait on the breakthrough. You've got to praise him while you wait on justice. You've got to pray. You've got to praise. And if need be, you've got to protest. But just stand still and believe that the Lord shall provide unto you what he declared he is going to provide unto you. So, get in the right place. That may be a position of prayer. It may be a position of praise. It may be a position of protest. But get in the right place and stay there. And praise him until what he's promised you manifests itself. Somebody's watching on site online. God, God's promised you some things. The enemy wants to attack your mind. He wants to tell you that it's not going to happen. He, he wants you to focus on um, Oh, that's failed to transpire. He, he wants you to say, um, I, I thought it would have happened by now. But, but God says, I need you to get your mind right. I need you in relation with God. I, I need you to get your mind right and realize that I have some promises that I've declared and I've spoken over you. But it won't be yours until you're in the right place. And, and, and then you've got to tarry. In the interview, the question was asked, How do you recognize God's voice? I said, um, he speaks to us in different manners and different ways. But if you're in relation with him, <laughs> you'll begin to recognize his voice because my, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger they will not follow. I said, sometimes he might speak in an audible fashion. I said, most times, if I'm transparent, I'm, God, God doesn't speak to me like I'm speaking to you through these airways right now. You don't, I, I don't hear an audible voice. Most times, he speaks to my spirit. 
And I, I, I know it's the Spirit because I'm just out walking. I'm out. Uh, I'm just doing something else. And in the midst of whatever I'm doing, Spirit will just drop something on me. And I say, that's God. I, I recognize His voice. And then I said, sometimes um, um, uh, God will use someone that will come along and they'll, 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 they'll speak something um, as a point of confirmation. <laughs> God. And I say, that's God. And then I said, um, 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 sometimes I, I just get in a place and, and, and I just sit still. I said, you want to know why sometimes it's hard to discern and hear God's voice? You're too busy. <laughs> Before you off the bed, you grabbing your phone. You are on Facebook. You 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 going through your messages. And then you hop out the bed and prayerfully, hopefully, you hop in the shower. <laughs> And then you, 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 you hop in your car and then you begin to hop along about your day. And you just move it from the time you, you, you've got up. And then you come to the end of the day, you come to the end of the week, you come to the end of the month, and you say, I haven't heard from God. When did you pause long enough just to sit your blessed assurance self still so you can hear from God? So, uh, uh, I told him another night, uh, I just turned the TV off, uh, shut the phone down, didn't want no Spotify, didn't, didn't want no Hulu, didn't, didn't want no Netflix, I just turned everything off, uh, 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 opened the window. And, and, and sat in a room in utter darkness. My son knocked on the door. I said, come in. He came in and he saw me just sitting there in utter darkness. No TV. No phone. No Spotify. No radio. No Netflix. He said, Dad, you all right? I said, son, I'm fine. He said, why are you sitting in the darkness? <laughs> I said, go, boy. Ha. Ha. It, it, it may look like I'm sitting in darkness. Yeah. But I'm really coming into the light. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I just sat there and looked out the window and gazed up into the stars. And, and I just began to say, how great thou art. sat there so a tear began to roll down my face nothing was wrong <laughs> I was just glad and thankful that he's declared some promises over me I, I wasn't mad at nobody I wasn't upset about anything nothing had me stressed out nothing had me depressed I, I just wanted to say I come to thee while, while, while the dew is still on the rose I just want to sit there and say Lord it's me it's me oh Lord standing in the need of prayer just wanted to sit there and just say Lord I love you I want to say forgive me Lord if sometimes in the midst of 
I'm trying to be the best parent. I can be trying to be the best husband. I can be trying to be the best pastor. I can be trying to be the best bishop I can be. Forgive me, Lord, in the midst of doing all of that, I don't take time out just to be your son. Got to sit still every now and then. And you ever had such a wonderful conversation with someone that, 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 that hours seem but like minutes? And finally, side eye, get up and look at the clock. Two and a half hours had passed. And such joy overcame me. Because I got in the place. And I just stayed still so I could talk to dad. That's what you got to do every now and then. Just, just, just get still and just talk to your Abba. <laughs> talk to your father. And then he'll talk back to you. If you just stay still long enough to hear. How do you hear from God? You got to get in a place where you can hear his voice. He can speak to your spirit. He can speak to your ear. And sometimes it may appear that you're in darkness. But really you're getting ready to come into the light. That's what I want to tell somebody who's watching on Facebook, who's, who, who's who's watching on YouTube, you've been going through. And the devil's had your mind all jacked up. You, 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 you in a state of amazement and, and, and confusion all at the same time. And God is showing up saying, it is I. Yeah, I'm going to give you a glimpse of what's to come this resurrected body but, 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 but I really want you while you're here on earth <laughs> to get your mind right so you can come into the promises I have for you while you're down here don't, don't, don't miss that I'm done the promise that he promised to deliver is, is not what you're going to receive when you get to heaven it's, it's not huh, 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 pie in the sky Nah, nah, nah. He says, I, I've got a promise that I'm going to deliver to you while you're down here on earth. But you've got to be in the right place. And then I'll make good on my promise. And the change you're looking for, it's going to come. The pain you need to disappear, it's going to come. But you got to get in the right place. Let's come together. Pulling around your, your iPad, your iPhone, your TV screen, your laptop. Put your son, your daughter, your spouse. And let's just talk to God as we close. I told you last week that I don't want us just to shout. I want us to come to a place where we have some application. So I challenged you last week. I say, um, what, 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 what principle will you put in play for this upcoming week, which, which was last week, that I'm going to implement? 
when I, when I would lose it and when I would uh, um, curse. Uh, uh, let me say it like we said. Um, curse. Uh, I'm going to say, Lord, I need you. Oh, hold my tongue. Oh, hold it, Lord. <laughs> it's been a while. We praying. Give me a chance to bring you, your family members around. I never forget I was out and about somewhere. I was driving and um, um, I want to say the person, um, they was in the wrong getting ready to just cut in front of me. Um, I want to say they was wrong getting ready to cut in front of me. And, 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 and that old man, it's amazing how fast that old man can just raise up in you. That, that, that old man. And, 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 and I was going to let him have it real good. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. I know, I know y'all saved um, every day of the week, 24-7. Um, sometimes I have little um, absent moments. Um, um, I, I was getting ready to let him have it real good. And, and, and they rolled the window down. Hey, Pastor! Hey! How you doing? <laughs> I said, Lord, thank you. <laughs> that wouldn't been good. <laughs> but I told them. <laughs> so, so, so this upcoming week, the challenge is I want you to carve out some time away from everything and everybody and sit still to be in the presence of God. That, that, that's, that's the challenge for this week. I don't want you to be, do it because you're mad at somebody and you need a timeout. Be, 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 be on uh, category 10. And, and just say, you know, family, I'm, I'm cool. I, I just need to unplug for a little while because um, I need to be in the presence of, uh, of dad. I need, I need to talk to Abba. I need to just sit with father. I'm not telling you to do it two and a half hours, three hours, but, but I want you to carve out some intentional time to be in his presence this week so that you can hear from him, so he can talk to you and you can talk back, so, so the tears can flow. When, when, when tears flow, that's a cleansing. It's a purging of all that toxic nature that's on the inside of you that's working its way out and just talk to him and say God help me get my mind right let me realize all that you're going to do for me bring me in a rightful relationship with you and let the resolution be I'm going to stay put until I receive all that you have for me God we thank you for what you've done today. We thank you for what you revealed. We thank you for what you've taught. We thank you for that which has been declared. God, we pray this word has not fallen upon deaf ears. Thank you for listening to An Evening with Pastor G. This concludes tonight's podcast episode. Please remember to tune in next week, same time, same podcast station, and always remember to keep walking by faith.